uh, that's enough of that. No more, no more greeting this morning. No, actually, this morning, I tell you that if you see somebody shouting in this place, it's okay. If you see somebody dancing in this place, it's all right. We're here to praise our God, our King forever. Come on, let's put our hands together for Jesus today. God, we exalt you today. the broken mercy breaking through this moment sing faithful oh faithful is the one who saves worthy is your name oh god the glory is yours the kingdom is come and the battle is over jesus in your name we rise glory is yours glory is
today is a day of outpouring of my spirit, saith the Lord. I have declared unto you that there is a rain and there is a latter rain, saith God. The latter rain is for a harvest. And I declare unto you that revival is about to rise up out of valley of dry bones. You would think that it's over, but I would say unto you that it's just about to begin. I say unto you that there is a baptism of fire, saith the Lord, and it will purge and it will cleanse and it will sanctify. For there the garner has the, the fan in his hand, saith the Lord. He shall separate the wheat from the chaff. Today, let the chaff be broken free. Let the wheat spring forth. Those of you that have struggled and bound, I say unto you that I will break the shackle. I will set the captive free. Today is the day that I've looked forward today to. Today is the day of pronunciation and proclamation, saith the Lord of hosts, for freedom will begin to reign, saith God. Lift up those hands that are bound and let the shackles fall. Lift up the mind that cannot be controlled, and I will bring the uh, boundaries around it, saith the Lord. Lift up the heart that cannot conceive and receive from me, and I say unto you that I will heal it like a new cistern. I say unto you, today is a day where your ears will begin to hear, your eyes will begin to see, saith the Lord of hope. For there will be a healing of salve, and there will be a healing of your ears, saith God. Behold, I have stood at the door and knocked. I say unto you, today is a day of visitation, a day of refreshing. Let the fire fall, saith God. Let the fire begin. Let the purge begin. Let sanctification take its place. For I am looking for a holy people, and I say unto you, be that holy people, for I am a holy God. I call you unto myself, saith the Lord. You are not your own. You belong to me. I bought you. You're mine. You're sealed. You're marked. You're redeemed. You are my end time soldier. Rise up and let the redeemed declare their redemption, saith the Lord of hosts. The soul longs for you.
I am the God who changes times and I change seasons, saith the Lord. I set up kings and I take down kings. Yes, I am a God of miracles, but this is a season like no other. This is a season of miracles. It's a time of miracles. It's a time for me, for heaven touching earth. Not only the just, but the unjust as well. I am just looking for a people who will have a spirit of expectancy. I'm looking for a people who expect the blind eye to open when they pray for them. I'm looking for a people who expect the deaf ears to open, the crippled to walk, the dumb to talk, for me to touch them in every area of their life. Yes, I'm talking to the just, but I have blessings and miracles for the unjust as well. Saith God, I've changed this time. I've changed this season. This is the time, saith the Lord. I am that I am. I am that I am. I am that I am. The I am is in you. I am in you. I have put my word in you. I have put my spirit in you. I have put my fire in you. I have put all of me in you. I have given you all power and authority. My son went to the cross for you. He bled and he died. And by my power, I resurrected him. And in that resurrection, he took the keys of hell and death and sin. He took the keys of all of darkness. He took the keys of all of hell and all of its calamity and all of its torture. He has the key. The kingdom of darkness no longer has the key. And when my son took that key, he unlocked every prison door. He unlocked every chain. He unlocked every key of bondage and deception. He unlocked every demonic power over you. You are free. I am in you. And the I am in you has declared and proclaimed and has fulfilled and said it is finished. I am declares you are free. Rise up my people and declare what the I am in you says. I am free. My people are free.
Hallelujah. Today, today, Jesus. Come on, lift your hands up. Come on, lift your hands up to heaven. Let's begin to sing that song, Nikki. Hallelujah. You guys begin to pray. Hallelujah. Hey. 
Oh, glorious God. Hallelujah. God, we are a people of a grateful heart. We are a people of a grateful heart, God. We give you thanksgiving, God. In the midst of everything, God, we cry. Thank you, Father, for you are our deliverer. You're our provider. You're our Father. You're my God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I set before you, God. I know your ears are open. Your eyes are upon me, Father. You behold my uprising and my laying down. God, there is no place that I can go that you are not there. Your arm is not short that it cannot save. Neither is your desire short that it will not do so. God, you will be relentless until I am sitting at home in the fullness of my redemption, clothed in white, arrayed with a new body, glorified, God completed in Christ. You are relentless after me, God, with a passion that I cannot understand. You are relentless, God, fighting for my victory, God contending with my foes. You, God, are relentless, for you sleep not, neither do you slumber. You, God, have not withdrawn your hand. You, God, have not resigned that I am beyond hope. You, God, have not given up on me. You, God, have not signed off on me. You, God, have not said he's beyond repair. But you, O oh God, are relentless to stretch forth, to break, God, the bondages, to undo doors, to open them that no man could open and to shut, God, that no man can open. God, you are the God of whose hand that I live in and I rest in. You, O oh God, is who I live and move and have my being in. It is you, O oh God, that I declare to be the Almighty, the one, the only true God. You are my Father. You are my Father. You are my Father. And I am born of your seed. And I am begotten, crowned in glory and honor. For you, O oh God, have found me acceptable, beloved, holy, and without blame in your sight, God. I praise you, Father. I praise you, God, for all that you've done. For all that you've done, God, and all that you're about to do. Could the hand of the scribes and the recorder, the poets, God, write all that you thought of me? I say no, God. Futile, God. For man could not comprehend that which you are thinking of me right now. Your mind, God, is upon every individual in this place. God, your psalmists and poets, those scribes, God, that write and record, God, do not have a lifetime long enough to write that. Though it goes from generations to generations, God, there is none to describe who I am in your eyes and who I am because I'm crowned with your glory. Oh God, we worship you. We worship you. There is none like you. There is absolutely none like you. God, your presence and your fire, God broke, breaking, 
destroying, searing God, bondages, clearing the chaff, the garners, fan is in his hand, setting us free, God. We are rising up, God, with a clearer song than we've ever had, with a proclamation of a clearer redemption than we've ever proclaimed before. Hallelujah, let our voices, God, be as it were to put a trumpet to our mouth and to declare the day of the Lord is at hand and that, God, we are your people and there is nobody like us. There is nobody like us. There is nobody like us, God. Hallelujah. 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 We are grateful people, God. We are grateful people, purchased by your blood. We are grateful people, lifted God up out of the miry and set on a solid rock. We are grateful people, God. God, though our sins were scarlet, God, but your blood has made them as white as wool. We are a grateful people. You've removed our sins that we might be joined to you. We are a grateful people. God, you have written our name in the Lamb's book of life. We are a grateful people. God, you have cast our sins as far as the east is to the west. We are a grateful people. You have raised your Son of God with healing in his wings. We are a grateful people. You, God, have called us by your name. We are a grateful you have blessed us, God, with the blessings of Abraham and of the new covenant. We are a grateful people, God. The cross, God, resounds to us a million times. I love you. God, we are a grateful people. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. What is that song that says, Then sings my soul. What is that song? Where are you, Ashley? Are you here? It's somewhere in the key of A to Z. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not going to sing with you. You just sing it. Okay, okay. <laughs>
I believe in the defeat of the devil. I believe that there is no weapon formed against me that will ever prosper. I believe the Bible. I believe every word from Genesis 1-1 to Revelations 22, and I forget the last verse. Hallelujah. I believe in angels. I believe in visitations. I believe in visions. I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I believe that Jesus Christ was a reflection of God. I believe he was God in the flesh. I believe he was the Word made flesh. I believe he was an unveiling of God, the fulfillment of the prophecies of a coming Messiah. I believe that God has washed me and cleansed me. He has called me holy, without blame, acceptable in Christ Jesus. I believe that I have been redeemed and I believe that God has made me accepted in Christ Jesus. I believe what the Word of God says. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on up here, Phil. Hallelujah. Oh, praise God forever. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to Thee. 
how great thou art how great thou art then sings my Yes, he does. Hallelujah. He really does. Hallelujah. He has, he has your best interest. Hallelujah. Even yep. though we don't think he does. Yep. Amen. He does. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He does. He knows everything you're going through, everything you're passing through. Not that you stay, not that you lay down. Don't you leave me. Stay right here. He leaves when I get talking. But anyway, I just want to just... How great he is. Who's I got just a think good about story. it. Who's got a story about the goodness of God? It's called a testimony. That's under a half hour. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know them Pentecostals, they get talking about God, then they get talking about the devil. Then they start talking about their sisters and brothers. Oh, my word. Then it goes on. I told God if uh, Pastor asked, I was going to run you? up here. So <laughs> I'll try to keep this really short. I'm sure you've heard about it already from 
Pastor Phil, but... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So go on, go on. Go ahead, tell the story. Long story short, uh, we have a, um, had a uh, young man, he was a senior at the Kenton uh, High uh, School football Coach's team. Coach's son. Yeah, one of the assistant coaches' son. And, um, and uh, actually his m- grandma got saved, I don't remember if it was this church or the last one, but she caught you and when you were leaving after miracle service and said, hey, preacher, said, I don't know if I'm saved. And anyway, she got saved right either here or the other one, so that was pretty cool. But anyway, a thought come to me Saturday to, to text him and, and uh, the doctors, he had a torn oblique muscle and the doctors had put him out for the rest of the year said there was no chance, no... That it would ever... No, he had zero chance of playing again. Yep. And um, so I text him and... and um, OBM in Kenton had put on the dinner Friday night, and I, I kind of forgotten about. It. I was going to go there, but I'm glad I didn't now. But uh, and Pastor Phil had said something about he was teaching on to the football team about healing and miracles and so forth. So that thought came to me Saturday. So I text Coach Moore and I said, uh, you know, I feel like if uh, you know the doctors can't do anything, maybe we ought to give God a shot. That's kind of what I said. <laughs> so he didn't show up um, Sunday before the wedding. Uh, I was marrying my son. Actually, I was officiating, but anyway. Uh, and he didn't show up afterwards. So, you know, I thought, well, he's just not going to come. You know, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, and uh, so we went out for the dinner and, and uh, went to Lima, and I, and I came back to Lima. I went, okay, I wanted ice cream. I'm sorry. but <laughs> So I was out to Walmart, and I started to go in, and I get a phone call. And, um, and it's it a coach. And he said, uh, he said, where are you at? And I said, are you, are you home? I said, no, I'm about 10 minutes. I could be there in 10 minutes. He said, uh, well, his son is named Hunter. He said, well, Hunter's here. I could have him. In, I'll send him to your house. So I started getting excited. So I looked at the lines in Walmart, and they were like way. I said, the thought come to me, I was going to take it back. And as soon as I did, some older lady looked at me and said, come here. So she got me out in about 10 seconds. So I think God wanted me to have the ice cream. Ice but, cream. but it... it <laughs> But, but it, did con- it did help my faith because I was already excited. And that just kind of, you know, added to it. So I, so I called Phil. I said, Phil, where are you at? He said, in Kenton. I said, no, just tell me where you're at because I wanted him to pray while I prayed for the young man. Well, make a long story short, he was in Kenton. I said, okay, <laughs> meet me in my house. So he comes in and, and pastors his, this here, and I'm not, you know, I don't know right, what a bleak right. muscle is, but it was like, your, like a baseball I mean, and the boy was in a lot of pain. And uh, we prayed for him. And uh, he goes, whoa. He said, what was that? I said, well, I don't know. What was it, you know? And, and he said it was like a cold wind or something like that. So I said, well, do something. So he started doing something. And, you know, and he was doing all this and doing that. And and, uh, and then, uh, you know, he was totally healed when he left. I mean, it, it was. Yeah, he played Friday night. Yes. Now. He, he could have played last, the, the Friday before, uh, physically he could, but he had only had one day in pads. So the father said, well, I think I should uh, let him practice a couple of t-. I said, that's totally up to you. Anyway, sent him to the doctor and a trainer. They cleared him. Played Friday night, made four or five catches, scored a touchdown, and, and, and he is telling people, uh, I just had that somebody. That was the agreement. We're yeah, going to pray. Yes. If God heals you, you have to tell everybody. And he, and, 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 nice young man. He, and he is telling people about. I've had people come up to me, and it's uh, uh, it's just opening doors. You had and, people and, calling you. Hey, did you guys pray for? Well, yes. That kid over there got him. I, I just had a, a 
friend, I guess he's a friend of mine, but uh, Dean Swavel, I'm not sure he's a friend. Yeah, anyway, yeah, well, he I just guess. said something to me this morning about that to a guy he was talking about that heard about it and, and said it kind of teared him up when he found out about it. He was an ex-coach. So you know, when, when Phil and I prayed, we said, you know what, God, just however far you want to take this, whatever you want to do, and doors are just just yes. opening. And uh, and he's, you know, and the he's coach, doing the coach then called Philip and said, I want to talk to you about some way that we can get you in here praying for more of our players. Yes, and I and I wasn't privy, <laughs> I wasn't privy to that. Uh, yeah. That, uh, yeah, so they, they sent a note that said, hey, we, I want to meet with you uh, Friday uh, uh, before the mm-hmm. uh, football team, yep. and you can uh, talk to them and pray for them, but I want to find out how we can get more mm-hmm. prayer in here. He said, I, and that laying on of hands stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we we want to we want yeah. so uh, praise so, God yeah amen. absolutely that that thanks Randy. that is that's cool that was and, uh, great they that just was had a, a dinner at their new ground and we're just what about one step away from uh, being able to start the new building over there at Kenton and to get it up under roof and all that kind of stuff and and uh, enlarge their sanctuary oh, so yeah. yep and uh, so God's doing a lot of good things our band is just exploding it's a uh, we estimated at Christmas we'd have a hundred people but we got about a hundred people now about 95 people intended so wow it's pretty cool and uh, so we'll be next spring maybe looking for another building or we have a piece of land somebody gave us a piece of land over there to build a church on and uh, they just didn't build the church for us <laughs> like what's a piece of land without a church I don't oh know. well God oh, yeah. will do it yeah absolutely God, will, God will do it never so uh, no absolutely Thanks. so God is doing a lot of good Amen. things, uh, and the church is just doing great. We do need for you to pray for that Dayton church. We need a building. We just, we need a building. And uh, we got it. We just need a building. Mm-hmm. But God is a God of provision. Amen? Amen. And, Amen. Uh, he meets so, our needs. Uh, yep. And so we're going to, we just need for you to pray that God will give yeah. us a building down there, and we can move into it and yep. uh, get church going the way it needs to be going. Yep. Amen? Mm-hmm. And uh so, hallelujah. Who else has got another testimony? Mark. 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 Sorry. Oh. Mark, come up here, Rhonda. Like, Who? Come right up here, Charles. <laughs> He's yelling. <laughs> here a couple of weeks ago, um, I made a trip over to Africa, and a team went over with us. When we got to the airport, one of the people that was with us had a passport that expired within six months, and they said, you can't go. He said, if it expires within six months, you can't get into another country. And the guy said, there's just no way you can go. He said, there is a passport agency in Detroit. And I didn't know this at the time, but when I went to buy the tickets, I was going to buy the tickets out of Chicago. And something in my spirit just said, don't buy them. So I bought them out of Detroit. And we went to Detroit to get on the plane. And we left at 11 o'clock in the morning. And I don't know why we left that early either. But we got there four hours before our flight. Well, the people that took us and dropped us off had started back. We called them. They came back. They got this person, took them downtown Detroit. They took them right in. They got a passport. That's unheard of. At the same time, within two hours, they were back. They got on the plane, and they were able to go to Africa. Get out of here. Praise God, man. Boy, the government right. is softening up. Hallelujah. This will be a little bit difficult, but um, I have a seven-year-old grandson that had leukemia twice. Um, he's been in remission. In May, he had a clean bill of health, and... Uh, 
about six weeks ago, they thought he had a stroke. So uh, I took him to Dayton Children's, who then took him to Cincinnati Children's, and uh, they found a, a mass on his brain and a mass on his kidney. And they said it was, uh, they did a biopsy, it was cancerous. And they said they did radiation and chemo would be fine, but if they, if they cut it out, he wouldn't be able to talk no more, and his right side would, wouldn't be able to be used. So um, my son, who's him and my daughter-in-law go to a very spirit-filled, believing church down by Dayton, and um, they have a lot of faith, and they just, you know, they prayed about it, and they decided they didn't want to take away his mobility right now, so they decided to go with the radiation and treatments. And uh, when about two weeks later, he uh, was getting sick and had headaches, so they took him to Cincinnati again, and um, the tumor grown four times the size in two weeks. And I was getting a hold of Pastor Ed, and um, they were praying, and I had a lot of people interceding and stuff, and... Uh, so they had to do the surgery, and they removed the tumor. It was a seven-hour surgery last Saturday, and um, three hours later, he woke up and said, Mom, come here. <laughs> Praise God. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Tuesday, he was using a walker. And yesterday, I was talking to him like he was nine year, 10 years old. He says his vocabulary is like a nine-year-old. Nothing bothered him. He's walking. He's talk, talking. And, uh. It's all because of God. Oh, well, absolutely. Amen. And it's, it's not a coincidence all of our songs were about miracles today. Yeah. Right. You know, so our God is awesome. I just, I just give him all the praise and glory. Amen. Amen. We yeah. sure do. Praise God. God. All righty. I've shared this testimony with a couple of people already, but first of all, I found out that my daughter is expecting our 11th grandchild. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, She's about six weeks pregnant, and um, she's started to have morning sickness, and so she had gotten so sick that she was dehydrated, so her husband decided to take her to the hospital. Now, they're both in the military. She's just gotten back from Afghanistan. They're getting ready to go to Jap Japan, and they're only waiting for him to finish up a class that he's taking um, in North Carolina. While they're at the hospital, there was a call for all the doctors that could to report to the emergency room. And um, he's stationed at Fort Bragg, and it turns out there was an explosion, and several officers, or several of the um, soldiers were killed. But the praise report is that he was supposed to be in the exact same place wow. where that explosion was and was not there. Praise God. Oh, wow. God, yeah. Yeah. Thank God. I was diagnosed with a mental illness in 95 due to a drug and alcohol addiction. I was three years into my addiction. I was 21 years old when I acquired the mental illness. And the doctor, that psychiatrist that diagnosed me with the mental illness said that I would never recover from it, that it was only containable through medications. And I kept my addiction up from 95 into 2008. And I was spiritually dead at that point. And I asked the Lord, what could I do with, with my life at this point? And he said, if I had a desire to get my lifestyle up, that he would deliver me and heal me from my illness and from my addictions altogether. So I stayed sober from 2008 to 2013 for five years. And my body was withdrawing from all the years, about 16, 17 years of drug and alcoholism. But I was also seeking the Lord during this, these five years, which I was um, actively in the fellowship of a church, um, praying a lot, doing a lot of Bible study. And the Lord revealed to me that he wanted me to be a witness for and unto him. And in 2013, they released me from the medications, which they said I would be on for the rest of my life. And Praise now um, I'm still sober 
by the grace of God to this day, and uh, just trying to do the best I can to serve and follow the Lord. You're doing it, buddy. Praise God. There you go, young man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Hallelujah. I've been uh, struggling with my job, and I've been struggling with money problems, and having a lot of problems going out in and out of job at my job all the time, and I've been praying to God that He'd find me a new job, and well, he found me a way out of my job, and then he got me an interview for another job that pays a lot better than my job. So I want to thank God for everything he's doing for me. It's just a miracle how God works. Hey, man, absolutely it is. Congratulations. Praise God. It is a miracle. It Hallelujah. Is. All right. Praise God. You got anything else? Oh, well, we just wanted to welcome the live stream live streamers out there. We'd like to welcome <clears throat> yeah. you. And I hope you've enjoyed so far the service and all the testimonies. And know that whatever God does for these people, he'll do for you. Amen. He will. And Absolutely. Yes. And I'd like to also welcome the first-time guests. If you're here for the very first time, raise your hand real high. Oh. <laughs> Let us see. Carol, you. you're not a first-time guest. No, honey. This is Mrs. Carol Wilson. Oh. First-time guest. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Well, Carol, I think you can go over to the cafe and get yourself anything to eat or drink. Absolutely free. We don't free. sell alcoholic beverages, but you can go over there. <laughs> Did I miss anyone? And anyone. They got married. Uh, Saturday. Yeah. Friday night. Friday no, night. they Sorry. wanted to get married on Saturday, but I thought deer season yeah. was Saturday, so I told them, you're getting married on Friday. I'm going hunting. It wasn't deer season. <laughs> <laughs> But it was Andy's fault because he told me it was. Oh, he did? Yeah. So, uh, okay. But, hallelujah. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Wilson. Yep. That's great. I'm Amen. happy for you yeah. guys. Yeah. Yes. Is that it? Amen. We're not going to do uh, that today because of time. Okay. Right? We're going to do, uh, oh, we have this. What is this? Miracle uh, service tonight. Yeah, Mark Miracle Dunphy service is on at Wednesday. 630. And, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, Mark Dunphy is going to be with us at, at 7 p.m. 7 o'clock mm -hmm. on Wednesday. And yep. uh, then we also want to encourage you. We uh, have pastors coming in from across the country. They're going to be here. Uh, some of them are already here. Uh, and uh, they're starting their fast today. Mm -hmm. And uh, they'll, we're going to fast together till Wednesday, yep. about 3 o'clock. And then we'll have a time of fellowship together. But I want to encourage you that you join us on this fast. I'm going to be teaching them some secrets that uh, God has taught me about entering into some things. So I'm going to be taking them through my regiment. They'll be going from 5.30 in the morning till 10 o'clock, and then from 1 o'clock up to 3 o'clock, and uh, then they'll come back for a meeting at 7 o'clock. So, uh, but I want you to join me, if you can, for these four days of fasting. I believe that God wants to do something in our lives. I believe that revival is up on us. Yep. And I believe that God is doing something extraordinary. Yep. And uh, I, I believe that we just all need to be a part of it. And if you can just fast one meal a day, mm -hmm. if you can fast from breakfast till mm -hmm. three o'clock, mm -hmm. uh, whatever that you can do, right. do it in an apt attitude of faith. And let's just see God do something in our life. Amen. Absolutely. He's looking for somebody to show himself strong to. Yep. And it can be us yep. or it can be somebody else. Right. Amen. Right. But as for me and my house, it's going to be me. So, praise God. All righty. 
so please consider that. And then we have a we commercial. Already, we already know about um, uh, Yeah, and Danny Corky. Okay. Rocky. Whoa, what's his name? We hear this from couples all the time. I go to work. I bring my money home. Take care of the kids. And they list out the good things that they are doing. Why should you be complaining? I cook, I clean. The good things. Now the bad things are obvious, but but what about when you're doing all this good stuff like they were doing? And God says, you're doing it. I recognize you're doing it. You got a program. But the program has killed the relationship. bringing some friends. We're bringing Jasmine Murray. And love in the outcome. This is going to be a night of hope. It's going to be a night of healing and entertainment. It's going to be amazing and we really want to see you there. Tell all your friends, to all your family, rise out of the dark tour with Danny Goki and Mandisa. See you guys there. <laughs> Tell your heart to beat again. Close your eyes. All right, praise God. All Hallelujah. Right. Is that all you need? That's it. Okay. You can scamper them. All right, we're going to receive our tithing offering today, and I want you to reach over in your neighbor's pocket, get as much as you want to give today, and give like there is no tomorrow. Amen? Hallelujah. Uh, we have a lot of things coming up. We have uh, Eric. Where's Eric? Am I going to South Africa? I am? You know that... Uh, Eric and I were going the 1st of December. It was not planned. We're going to Uganda uh, next Monday, and that means that I expect you to be in church Wednesday night and Sunday morning, and uh, I'll be back the following Wednesday night. Uh, so I'll be there representing you, and I, I don't want you to represent me laying on your couch at home. Okay? Then, as we go to Uganda, uh, how, what does the church seat, Andy? What is your name again? Eric. Oh, yeah. How many? Seats 20,000? Well, there you go. And Andy fills it up like uh, three times in the morning. And uh, we'll be there for uh, uh, all night Friday for a miracle service all night. And uh, then uh, Saturday we'll rest. And Sunday morning we'll do those three services. Then we'll do a miracle service that night. Uh, but we need to just keep us up in prayer. And then uh, the friend of mine, Fred Roberts, had the largest uh, dome in south uh, of the southern hemisphere. His church burnt down, so we were going to help him. And he asked us if we'd preach in a tent. We said, sure. Well, then a storm came through and ripped down the tent. 
And so they called us and said, look, we have nothing to offer Pastor Dosak. And I said, well, you, Eric, you call them, tell them I'm paying my own way, I'm coming, I'm going to raise some money for their church. And uh, so that will happen in December, the 1st or 2nd of December, right in that week. But we asked you to just keep us up in prayer because where we go, it is not safe. And we want to go and we want to be strong when we get there. Amen? And uh, we're going on our own dime. We don't ask these people to pay anything. We go on our own dime. And uh, believe it or not, it's expensive. And uh, that doesn't come from the church. That comes from uh, Peter Dosick Ministries. But what I want you to do is just lift us up in prayer. As a church, just stand behind us. But I'm telling you that souls are being won. We're like one of the last fade-outs. And uh, just about every crusade that we have, we have people from other countries coming to us saying, please come. And, uh, of course, there's not enough time. But we are sending people, so we're making some headway. But we just want you to keep us up in prayer, that God will lead us, God will give us favor, because the world is crying out for revival. And revival is coming right here to a neighborhood close to you. I'm, I'm just telling you, God is bringing revival to Ohio. Ohio is not going to be lost. Ohio is going to be won. And uh, we're going to be instrumental in the move of God in that. So we are soul winners. We're just not givers, we're receivers. We're not hearers, we're doers. And so as we go, keep us up in prayer so that God can have his way, that we can be as successful as possible not just humanly possible supernaturally possible and uh, we're seeing all types of people saved and uh, leaders and all that kind of stuff but we do need to see more people born again so let's just keep that up in prayer and uh, that's just something that we do and uh, I know Randy is going to be reaching 15 20,000 kids and uh, so keep them up in prayer and that's something that we as a church go. When I preach, I'm preaching for you. And when miracles happen, miracles are credited to you. You cannot go, maybe, but at least I can go in your stead. And God's not unfaithful to forget your labor of love. But today we're going to receive our tithe and offering. And uh, I know you're so excited. Hallelujah. If you get any more excited, I might get excited. Hallelujah. All right, if you need tithing offering envelope, raise your hand up real high. One of these gentlemen will help you, or did they already help you? They already did help you. Hallelujah. What is tomorrow? What is it? Oh, man, I'm sorry. I'm a week ahead. Uh, what, what is next Monday? October 1st? Oh, October the 2nd. Now, October, anybody know what that month is? Pastor's Appreciation Month. Everybody know what we're doing? We are not sending any cards to pastor. What we are doing is there will be special envelopes in the back of the pews. If you want to give something towards appreciation, you will be giving it. That money will go directly to our staff. And so whatever you want to give to show your appreciation to them, I'm declaring it Staff Appreciation Month and not Pastor's Appreciation Month because I appreciate what the staff does and all that they do. And uh, so I want to be able to bless them. 
Amen. I want to be able to just encourage them and let them know that the people care for them. So if uh, you'd like to, you can give $10,000 per staff member. If you want, just let us know. And, uh, you know, so. But if you will, those envelopes will be out uh, the following Sunday, not next Sunday, but following Sunday. Please honor your staff and appreciate them. They do a, a great job. Praise God. And, and uh, I mean, they work hard. They, they do. So, all right, let's pray over your tithe and offering. Father, in the name of Jesus, all tithers are going to have the windows of heaven opened up on them, God. They are moving into a realm of wisdom where, Father, blessings that cannot be contained are going to come upon them. That wisdom that they operate in, in tithing, putting you first and foremost, having your ways above their ways, God, are going to allow blessing to come to their life, upon their family's life, their children's life, their children's children. God's supernatural blessing is going to come. They're going to be increased. They're going to be enlarged. God, they're going to be, be uplifted and promoted. Jobs are going to come, Father, because of your favor in their life. And God, they're going to have an abundance to abound to every work abundantly and sufficiently. God, those that are sowing seed, you've given seed to the sower. You're going to multiply that seed that is sown because you said you would. God, they're going to have their harvest. They're going to honor you out of their harvest, God. They're going to sow seeds out of their harvest. God, they're going to have enough to live life abundantly and to abound to the needs that they see in other people's lives. God, we thank you for the tither and we thank you for the giver. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Stand your feet and bring your tithe and offering unto the Lord. Let's turn our Bibles to 
2 Corinthians 5, 16. Now, I want to read from 16 through 18. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Amen. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. God is a good God. Amen. Tonight, all of those of you that are not going to be watching reruns, I expect you to be here. I need to have your faith. Hey, how's your back? Good deal. Hallelujah. Good. Hallelujah. And we know that God has miracles in store for people. Amen. The blind will see. The deaf will hear. It, I was thinking about our miracle services. The thing about our miracle services, we really have miracles. Wow, I thought that was kind of unusual. Hallelujah. Praise God. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Pretty good? I need some help. What do you need now? What, what do you got? Huh? He told me I had a mass on my left kidney. A mass on your left kidney? Hmm. All right. And, and what did, didn't you get prayer last I was in another church you were there. Yeah, good deal. Praise God. And how are you doing? Good deal. How are you doing? Have you had a blood checkup? Have you been to the doctor? How long ago? Did, did you, one of you have a blood checkup? Okay, do you have children? None of them have been, had a blood checkup. Okay, uh, I keep seeing something in your blood. That doesn't mean that you're going to drop dead or fly away or anything, but... I do think that there's a cause for tiredness and a cause where you can't recuperate from like a day's work and that, that you're always like under the gun. You're always just like tired. No matter what you do, no matter how much rest you get, you are just spent. Is that you? Okay. Well, let me tell you something. That has to do with your blood. Maybe got tired blood. If we drain that, maybe you'll be better. But, but I think that maybe if God just touches it, that it'll be better. Now, I don't know why, but I also see lymph nodes, a little, uh, uh, what do you call them, uh, inflammation. I see it, your lymph nodes inflamed. So I don't know that if you're dealing with a virus that's going through your blood and they can't get rid of it or you have just kept going over it. But all of these, like, tired flu symptoms, you're about to get set free from. Now, God's going to do that for you. And, uh, and I don't know it all, but I do know those facts. So, uh, hmm. hallelujah. So I'm going to pray and... Uh, you're going, you're going to see a change. In seven days, you're going to see a change. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I take authority over right now, God, all of this cell disruption in Jesus Christ's name. I curse it, and I command God right now this blood informality right now to come out.
out of him to come into order. And God, I speak to the marrow of his bone that God, these things will begin to transform. And this marrow of the bone, God, will begin to create new blood cells. That God, he'll begin to have strength, energy, nutrition running through his body as well as oxygen in the name of Jesus Christ. Now I break this attack over him right now in Jesus' name. And God, I loose the working of miracles, cleanse his blood, set these things in motion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Now do you wake up with a headache on one side? Not, not typically, okay. All right, but it doesn't happen. Okay, good. That's all right. Look, I'm, I'm not worried about missing. Hallelujah. Praise God. My wife tells me I miss it all the time. Hallelujah. Do what? Okay, you're on one side. That's probably a headache right there. Praise God. Hallelujah. All righty. Praise the Lord. How are you doing, young lady? Good deal. Uh, when is your first time in church here? June. In June? Yes. All right. Hallelujah. You know that God is a God of new beginnings? No matter what the past has dealt you, God is a God of restoration. God is a new begin, a God of new beginning. He's always makes the latter greater, the latter greater than the former. So there is going to be something greater that God's going to be doing in your life. Don't think life is over because it's not. Don't think that some cause somebody else throws you on the, the garage sale table that you know what you're just going to be discarded. No, you end up being somebody else's treasure. And I'm telling you, God is about to do something for you. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you, God is about to infuse a healing in your heart, restore your ability to trust and to love, and, uh, and as well as be able to judge rightly. And, you know, we make dumb judgments sometimes, praise God, and uh, we end up with bad guys. Hallelujah. But, you know what? Sometimes we just need to thank God and Greyhound that they're gone. And uh, so God can bring somebody else into your life, okay? And you just be encouraged because your life is not over. All right? Hallelujah. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. All righty. Hallelujah. Lift your hands up towards heaven. Hallelujah. 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 I know that God is a God of miracles. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Bill, stand up here quickly. Uh, give me, tell, tell me your testimony, Bill. Well, it was about one year ago. Well, it was exactly one year ago last Wednesday. I was told that I had six months to live. It was August of last year. I had some minor surgery, or I guess you couldn't call it minor, but uh, as a result of the surgery, I got really sick the next day. They took I had my wife take me to the hospital, and I was really sick. I thought I was dying, in fact. And they did a full body scan to check the surgery, and surgery was fine, but they said they saw something in the x-ray they didn't like. So after about 10 days of recuperating, um, the doctor ran me through a bunch of tests, and then called me in about, well, what was it? I think it was on 2nd of September. And told me I had stage 4 cancer in my lungs, in my liver, and in my spine. And 
the doctor that we went to, he said, I'm going to have to put you on radiation immediately tomorrow because the one of the tumors in my spine was about to paralyze me. And I had no idea any of this was going on, had no clue whatsoever. And make a long story short, and I don't know if I can, but in the next few days, going to the radiologist, um, I re in all that time, all I could see was like a movie of my life going before my eyes and, and, and thinking about all my regrets and all of, all of my life and everything. And, uh, you know, we used to go here years ago, back in the 90s, some of you may remember Sally and I, but we had went to a different church, and I myself had, through grace, things had kind of drifted away from the Lord. And I'd never forgotten my brother Pete here, and I, I had this deep-seated feeling to come see him and ask him some questions. But in the meantime, getting back to going to the radiologist one morning, it was a gray day, leaves were falling and it was raining and I was feeling pretty down and I remember looking out the window of the car, I was sitting in the passenger seat and I was having a little conversation with God and I told the Lord, I said, Lord, I need your mercy. I really need your grace. And I know that, I know you probably can't trust me because I can't even trust myself. And Sally had the message on Sirius XM on the radio playing at the time. And it was not one second later person who was the DJ said, I've got this word from the Lord for somebody out there. You know, you were not called to trust yourself, but you were called to trust the one who died on the cross for you and paid for your sin and paid for your healing. And I, I just melted in that seat. <laughs> she didn't even know it. She didn't even know what was going on. I didn't tell her until some time later. But I kept telling her I had to, I wanted to see Pastor Pete. And treatment went on for a couple, three weeks. And we, we went to the Ohio State University at the James Clinic on the 26th of September. And that's when I was told that what I had, I've had it for probably a year or two, and that it was just, you know, manage it as long as possible. And she said that without treatment, I would have six months to live. She respected it if I didn't take the treatment because the treatment was so ugly. She said with the treatment, I'd have maybe a year and a half 
after that a, probably a 5% chance of survival. And the whole time I just, I don't know, I, I just had this peace about the whole thing. I remembered what the Lord said to me in my heart in the radio that day. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, then I came down and I saw Pastor Pete. And that was quite a coincidence how I caught you that day, wasn't yeah, it? that was Friday. Don't even bother here Friday. I'm mm-hmm. not even here on Friday. I, I was at Miller Brother Tire, and I was getting my tires rotated and taken care of, and I pulled up to the intersection. I thought, I have got to go down. I, I'm just going down and see if I can find him. And I haven't, hadn't seen you in how many years? A long time. A long time. <laughs> and he and I were really close at one time, and I, I just I felt so bad in one way about not having seen him for so long, but I, I just knew I had to come talk to him. And we sat and talked for two hours. Uh, the deal was, when I pulled in the driveway, it would not have been probably what? Two minutes, minutes, either way, or a minute, and we wouldn't have caught each other. Yeah. And we sat, and he took the time to talk to me for two hours. And I told him my story, and I told him a lot of other things that were personal. But in the end, he told me that let God do what God can do, and let the doctors do what they can do. So I had chemo coming up on October 8th, and (laughs) that day we went in, uh, they had me all hooked up on, they were going to give me the nasty stuff, I decided to do that. In the meantime, they had sent my slides and my biopsies away to a lab to check for a genetic mutation or something or anything that might give me a chance. And my wife can tell you that I was, they were ready to put the the bags on me. I mean, they had me all hooked up, the wires. They were just minutes away and the RN comes into the room and she shuts the door and tells everybody, get out. And she opens up this folder, and she looks at him, and she goes, Mr. Place, I am so sorry what we've put you through. She said, you have an extremely rare genetic mutation in your cancer, and you don't need this chemo. She said, we have a genetically engineered pill that will take care of this or kill it. And since then, well, in... 16 weeks, over 90% of the tumors vanished. Yeah. My lungs in the beginning looked like that chicken pox. I had two big tumors on my liver about the size of 50 cent pieces, and I had at least a dozen tumors on my spine. And as it stands right now, I've gained back 30 pounds, feel great. I don't feel, I don't feel like there's anything wrong with me. Don't gain any more. And, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, they tell me that there's two, (laughs) two small tumors that I still have 
one in my left lung and one very small one on my liver that they can hardly find. And, you know, they, they tell me I still have it, but I'm believing God for full, complete eradication. Amen. Absolutely. 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 Now, who here has just come from a doctor's report that you've got? Stand up. That whole story was for you. Sometimes Phyllis tells me, why do you take so long with miracles? Miracles take time. People's lives are involved in their miracle. Their faith is involved. Families involved. Lots of things are involved. <clears throat> so you've returned from a report. God bless you, yeah. Uh, it's something you know you want to you want to tell people about. Uh, I had an accident here a while back. I was over in uh, Maslin, Ohio, mm -hmm. and I slipped on an embankment and I broke my leg in two Make places. Make it real short. Tell yeah. me what the doctor said. Here. The, I, had, I broke my fibula and tibia. And after three weeks, they did surgery immediately. In three weeks, they did the x-rays on it. And he looked at the x-rays, and it was though nothing ever happened. Now, they took the cast off of me uh, something like about, uh, I say, six and a half weeks ago. And now I'm walking fully. I don't need the wheelchair okay. or anything okay, like that. Okay, you don't need anything. So no. that's not what, okay, I'm asking for somebody that got a doctor's report. <clears throat> Who got a doctor's report? Whether you've got a tumor or whether you have, they've discovered that you have cancer. Raise your hand so I can see you. Don't worry about what people think. I'm, I'm never, okay. That story wasn't for him, that story was for you. And when did you get this report? When I was 18 years old, and the doctor said we found tell white me, cancer Tell me what the doctor said here. He said he found white cancer cells in my cervix. Okay, all right. Lift your hands up here. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse this, these cancer cells in this cervix. I command them in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth to die, to come out of her. And God, I loose the working of miracles right now. I loose the working of miracles in Jesus Christ's name. And I give you the praise for it, and I thank you for it. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. There you go. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How you doing, young lady? I talk to people, say good all the time. Then they tell me, well, you know, I've got this and I've got that and I've got that. And I... Now, what do you have? Um, my father is, um, he's passing. Um, he has multiple myeloma. He's fought it for seven years and so I'm sad, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, what ailment do you have? Do I have? Mm -hmm. I'm healthy. You're healthy. Good uh, deal. Other than the sadness for my father. Okay. Well, well, everybody has to go to heaven sometime. Right. Yes. You know, as long as they're going to heaven, not hell, it's <laughs> celebration time. Amen. Uh -huh. Yeah. And uh, so is your mother still alive? Yes. How's she doing? She's handling it okay? Um, she's the primary caregiver. She's down in Florida, and mm -hmm. the family's up here. So yeah, she's that's by tough. herself. Yeah. yeah. All right, so you talk to him, to him pretty much. All okay. Yeah. Well, well, good. Uh, good deal. Hallelujah. Uh, do 
does she have does she need a shunt in her a neck who who need who do you know that has a shunt or needs a shunt in the neck you know somebody yeah. your I'm, mother your mother having an angiogram she is on uh, Tuesday I think on Tuesday mm -hmm. okay Australia. how about we pray and that comes out that it's okay okay mm -hmm. they just do the test but they're not going to do a procedure they can't, they can't. They can't. okay Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, God, I loose a miracle right now into his mother that God, this, they cannot do it, but God, you can do it. God, let this test prove that, Father, it's done, it's complete. We ask it in Jesus' name. Now, God, we just ask that, Father, you said, let us not sorrow as those that have no hope. I ask you to comfort her mother and comfort her, God, Heaven is all more real when, God, we have treasures there. Now, God, lead us. Keep us strong, God, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The young lady over here just got a doctor's report that she has a pituitary tumor in the brain. She has the tumor in the brain. Where, where is that lady? All righty. Okay. Hallelujah. You know, the other day when we called out that bladder lady was healed of bladder another lady came up and told us everything that we'd called out was called out and it was right uh, where oh there she is okay man this place is entirely we need golf carts or something <laughs> Jeez, I think we need one of those uh what do they call them yeah that's what we need praise God forever how you doing brother and sister McClure hallelujah and you have a what? Pituitary tumor. I went Thursday to Ohio State and they did a special CAT scan. I go tomorrow for a brain MRI and a, a orbit MRI. He had already told me it was inoperable and was just trying to control the, the headaches. But the last few weeks I've had spells that it's like a tunnel vision and I lose the sight in my left eye. And I can't see out of my right, only blurred. So they're hoping maybe this. Your, your right eye is blurred? Yes. And then I can't see out of my left at all when I have these spells. So I don't drive out of town without somebody that can take over for me. Yeah, grab Eric there. He's a whole lot younger <laughs> than the other guys. All right. Now, look. Okay, we're going to pray. Now, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I curse this tumor on this pituitary gland. I command you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, come out of that. Loose her right now. I curse you. I command you to leave her body. God, let this report tomorrow be a report that, God, they cannot explain. Now, God, I loose the working of miracles. I curse these spells from this moment on. God, let her be well from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Now, Linda, you go. Let them do what they do. Let God do what he does. He's, Hallelujah. I'm the one he told you two weeks ago about the bladder. Oh, yeah. 
That's right. And it's, it it's all affixed. So he's starting at the top of my head to the tips of my toes. From your bladder up to your head. We're reversing it. Hallelujah. Because the neurosurgeon told me I was supposed to have back surgery a couple weeks ago. In fact, twice I've been scheduled and twice it got canceled. And he said it was a good thing because had they put me under anesthetic, I probably wouldn't have woken up. Well, you're going to be okay now. Hallelujah. Amen. And we're just in the name of Jesus. I command these back problems right now. God, this, this degenerative disc problem, I curse it right now. I loose the working of miracles in Jesus' name. Now, God, I loose the working of miracles in the name of Jesus. And I thank you for it, Father. All this pain, I command to loose her and let her go in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And amen. Praise I told, God. I told Pastor Ed the other day on the phone that I was coming to church Sunday. I asked him if I could stay after church until the miracle service because I wasn't leaving without a healing. Well, there you go. Hallelujah. Now you get to go home early. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. How are you, young lady? Did you come with him? No, I drove myself. You did? <laughs> so you had nobody come with? Well, he didn't come to nobody either. You guys might as well go home together. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding you. Hallelujah. And uh, what did you come for today? Besides just, you know, worshiping, hearing God, which when, you aren't going to get to hear me preach. That's all there is to it. Apparently not. These people are going to be running out of this right. place like a bunch of Baptists when I dismiss them. But that's okay. I don't regret anything that's happened today. I just believe it was all ordered of the Lord. Right. Now, what did you come for? To hear the word of the Lord. And what is your biggest problem? My biggest problem? Well, I don't know. Do you have any illness? No. Good deal. Man, you better go home with her. She's, <laughs> she's in good shape. All right. Family. Uh, yeah, <laughs> family problem. Yeah. Listen, we all got families. I'm telling you, it don't matter if you're in the kingdom of God or, or the natural. We're, we're doubly cursed. We're in the kingdom, we got family. And we're in the world, we got family. Not really. We're blessed. But family can be a problem. Amen. Right? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, listen, I'm so glad you come. But I'm sorry you don't get to hear me preach. Uh, you stay, stay after church. We'll do a special session for you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just ask you, God, to bring order to a family. Restore the honor of the children to the parents. And, God, the love of the parent to the children. God, bridge, build bridges right now, God. Mend hearts and bring this family together and bring it into order. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, listen, don't worry about Daughter-in-laws are great, but they're married to your kids. And, and I'll tell you what, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. You got, you got a husband, you got boys, which, you got all girls? No, I got two. Most, half and half is married. Half and half. You're going <laughs> to run the other off? No. No, okay, you keep them at home, okay. Now listen, I'm so glad you, where are you from? Over by Van Wert, Ohio. Van Wert? And you came to church here? Well, really from Wetzel. Big town. Wow. Well, we're glad you come. Hallelujah. Oh, good. Cool deal. Well, I'm glad you come. Hallelujah. Okay, everybody, lift your hands up towards heaven. And uh, 
Hallelujah. Tonight at 6.30, we're going to have a miracle service. And uh, I don't regret anything. It's, you know what? We just Everything was just ordered of the way that the Lord wanted it to be. And uh, that's all there is to it. So, hallelujah. Now, Father, I ask you to bless. And I lose blessing and I decree God increase blessing, goodness. I, I lose God health and provision. God, upon every person that is under the sound of my voice, God, I loose a remedy of the problems that are dividing families. I curse them, God. I ask you, God, to bring order to families. God, to bring love and to rekindle love between husbands and wives. I ask you, God, to raise them up, encourage them, and bless them. Strengthen them by your spirit in their inner man. That, God, they will walk worthy of the vocation that you have called them to walk in. I ask you, God, to open doors where doors have never, ever been able to be opened before. Shut doors, God, that have been open and allowing problems and adversarial battles to come. I loose, God, right now a blessing upon them and keep them, God, by your Spirit till we come back together under the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. God, we give you praise and we thank you for it. We are a people that have a grateful heart towards you, God. And God, do what only you can do today. Use us to bear witness of the cross today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. See you tonight.